Welcome to the Slam Radio Podcast. And now, good morning, amigo. This is Big Papi David Ortiz. You're listening to Slam Radio. Go! We're taking off. Welcome aboard. Now, back to what's-his-face. You are listening to Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145. goodness how to get that tv down we're all watching i got it i got it i got it morning amigo yeah we were watching uh we were watching good morning america to see if they caught the footage of uh, the holy cat lady you know we're trying to make national news here not really says nobody <sighs> more new cases frank good morning Good morning, amigo. How are you? All right, that's the name of the show. We'll be here till 11 o'clock. After this, we got some kids that know what they're doing from 11 to 12. It's called The Youth, the country's only daily national radio show hosted by high school students. Each and every day. I love it. We have that right. We have that claim. I enjoy it. Today's kind of a very disjointed but action-packed morning, Frank. We did indeed... uh, have a conversation. I had we I talk like it's me and everybody. I finally met the holy cat lady. Yeah, we had uh, we had teased that in the beginning of the show because obviously we haven't been starting with music for a little while. We're mm-hmm. starting right I'll off. Get back. <laughs> so everybody, amigo is hauling ass back to the studio because he has made contact with the holy cat lady. Yeah, oh yeah, dude. I was uh, she was pleasant, so I'm glad that I was not confrontational. Right. I'm very happy that I took the route of being a nice dude. Well, you're everybody's amigo, so it doesn't surprise me that you made a new amigo. You know that one afterwards I was talking to her. I go, I hope I wasn't confrontational or I didn't startle you. Um, ironically, she says, no, you were a total gentleman. And she goes, I've been dealing with this for years, but I just I can't just not feed them. So the truth is... And I'm a little angry at Esteban Bobo, who's running for mayor right now. Oh, no, not your cousin. I'm a little angry at him. I don't like to be bullshit, bro. Uh I mean, I'm a Uta BS. I am not a fan of Ube Itche. Dude, they've worked with these people about the situation before. If they're aware that these people have been working and trying to get a solution as well, why aren't you being a community to tell me this when I come to you with the problem? I know you have bigger, I guess, great, great little (laughs) cliche. You have bigger fish to fry since cats love to eat fish. Well, funny, earlier I said we're going to let the cat out of the bag. (laughs) Starting to sound like we have some dad jokes on our sleeve here. Um, Growing on me. Yes. We're going to have a fish fry here. These cats 
I'm not, I'm not, okay. So I did say, don't feed them anymore. They tried that. You know how I know they tried that? Because the lady and I sat and spoke. We didn't sit, but we spoke at length where they've worked with the county. They've worked with animal control, Frank, to try to resolve the situation. But the solution comes back to the same thing. I determined this morning after deep analysis, it's our infrastructure. It's what's going on with the county that's flawed. The, there's no correct stopgap. They don't have a proper flow of things. Their flow is for us to go capture the cats, take them in, they get neutered and spayed, and then they bring them right back to where they were. That, you, you try to find a home for them. Anybody who does this, any organization that does this, won't take the cats. And I think it has something to do with what you said. They're, they're At this point, they're not really domesticated anymore. It's not like a dog. Um, brother, I don't think the holy cat lady is the problem. I it doesn't did. sound like it anymore. I told her, I said, I've been making jokes about this on my show. I don't want you to be startled if you hear about it. I go, but nothing bad. I go, we just, I really needed to get to you. And then I, I pointed her, I go, I had to install a camera to figure out what time you were coming to feed the cats. <laughs> what did she say to that? Sure, face changed. You couldn't believe I did that. I said, I had to install a camera to figure out who it was that was doing this. So... Did you tell them about the possums and stuff? Oh, I explained everything to her. I felt about two minutes in. I don't know if you can sense it in my IG. I haven't First, seen it, to be honest. So I, I go off center. I don't get her because I'm actually looking at her, talking to her. I'm not looking at my screen. Um, I become less interested in that moment and more interested in the lady and understanding what it is that she's doing and why she's doing it. So I'm a sucker. I'm a sap. I got it. So I'm going to stay mad for a second because they're still a nuisance. They worked with animal control. And the solution that animal control gave them, you ready to hear this one, Frank? Lay it on me. They told them to stop feeding the cats. <laughs> Ironically, when facts are on your side, then when you say things, it's immediately corroborated and believable. If you remember, Frank, I don't know if it was right before last summer or during last summer, where I went bonkers about what was going on with the cats. Yes, you did. It's when we started putting the orange slices mm -hmm. and the mistoling, and I made jokes about it about a year ago, maybe, maybe 13, 14. Well, brother, that's exactly when they told them to stop feeding the cats. And you know what she told me? She goes, we stopped feeding the cats. You know what ended up happening? They were terrorizing our neighborhoods even more because she lives a few food. blocks because they were looking for food. She was, honestly, I do this because I figure at least if they know the food's here, they're not going out and, and doing that. And I said, I'm not going to argue with you on that one. That makes a lot of logical sense. I go, but let me get this straight. They told you? She goes, yes. Oh, well, I go, now we're allies. I said, so, you know, I'm going to help you every way I can to try to resolve this. I'm not going to make a national case about it, and I'm certainly going to probably ease away from it after today because we've had a lot of fun at her expense. Um, again, she's a sweet lady. So it, she's a very sweet lady. And you can tell she, by the way, she's not Hispanic. I came to her in Spanish. She goes, I speak Spanish. Uh-oh. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. okay. Well, you would, uh, I mean, I guess we're stereotyping because we are. It was my fault. A hundred percent. And she absolutely looks Hispanic. So that was, I made an assumption. That's why I'm like, oop. She could have yelled at me at that point. I wouldn't have to said nothing. Mm -hmm. And man, I tried. I was like, okay, Larry, whatever you do. Don't do this. Don't do like I went really set and ready to be nice. Find the step around. Like that I'd mind. rather have failed the moment by being nice 
that had gotten a great moment out of it and done her a disservice. And now especially learning everything that she does. My cousin says that she comes in the afternoon. I've never seen her in the afternoon. I will tell you this. I don't know if she walks. I think that lady walks the neighborhood. I think it's the same lady I've seen from time to time walk in the neighborhood. But, um, yeah, we, uh, we're good, man. Her and I are good. We exchange phone numbers. But now I think it's more of a, and I, won't, I don't know that I take this to the radio airwaves because I've got better stuff to take to the radio airwaves at 10.05 today with Billy Corbin because Billy's going to come on. He's going to tell us a thing or two about what the hell's going on with Kevin Fernandez, Rundle, wanting him to set up a pack because he criticized her. Huh? Huh? How much you want to bet if whatever it was that Billy did did it and it would have favored Catherine Fernandez as far as prosecuting someone or helping her look good, she would have been okay with it. But because it was being critical of her, she took umbrage to it. I said yesterday, Billy's my friend, and a lot of my friends don't necessarily agree with Billy, don't necessarily go crazy when I have Billy on. Here's what I have to say to you. I don't give a rat's ass. Period. I don't do it for clout. The dude's my friend the same way you're my friend. Right. But I got your back. Everybody thinks you're crazy. Well, you might think he's crazy. He's my boy. I'm going to put that big old ugly face with the big eyes. That's it. That's how it rolls. But he's my boy. Mm-hmm. So we good. And he's going to get my platform in the 10 o'clock hour, 10.05, to discuss this. I'm very curious. I've read about it. To me, it's a little fragmented. I did not see his interview on NBC6. Um... I'm going to get it from the horse's mouth. Billy's not a horse, but he's a caballo, but he's not a horse. You know? right. So we're going to handle that. we got a mix in the 9 o'clock hour. So you have a unique challenge. I don't know how you're going to morph them together. I guess we've got to go to break. I know I didn't give you the oh, hour. I figured it out. I gave you two half hours because I went two different genres. Well, I'm trying to see how – I'm uploading the second mix right now, so I'm trying to see how long that one is. Okay. So I can do the math on what I got to do in the middle. But as of as right now, the first one's 3147. Well, you, it's meant a little longer. You can fade it out. Right. I, I gave you a little extra. The final mixes are at points where you can, at the end of the mix, finish. the You know, at the end of that mix, finish and go to a break. Well, I heard parts of the mix. The parts that I heard were good. And now with my little added touch with my magic fingers, it's even better now. Uh, I like that. You mean volume control because you can't really fix a mix. <laughs> so it's a little longer than an hour, but I'll, I'll, I got some. Yeah, but I'm saying that it's meant that I, I gave you meat at the end to cut off. Gotcha. That way okay. you had it. We talked about that. We're but good. We're good. And I did it under duress yesterday. Everything that could possibly go wrong went wrong yesterday. And I finally, thanks to somebody that I know that comes to the rescue, even though he's making salad for dinner, uh, he will uh, come to the phone and help me find where the hell the f- frick I deleted some file that I didn't mean to delete. So that guy out there who did that for me, I appreciate it. <laughs> Thanks, Frank. He sounded so panicky on the phone. You, Even Frank. my wife was laughing. At You're you. my boy! Did you see the picture I was able to garner from the moment? No, I didn't see it. Did you send it to me? Why don't you check your phone and see if, if there's a text there for you? I, I can't even believe it. There's a very impressive picture that I get a funny feeling you might want to post at some point. I didn't want to post it because it's not, oh, look at I that. don't have permission. But I did do it for you, and I figured you should be able to do whatever you want with that picture because the first thing that caught my eye was her eyes, her meaning Addison. They came on nice, big, and blue in our FaceTime again. Exactly. I couldn't believe it. I said, wait, I got to snap this. I'm going to post it. And you see me with my goofy face because she's just so darn adorable. It's like proud uncle over there. She looked cute. She settled me down. It wasn't you. <laughs> Jen's laugh was like music in the wind. 
She's such a lily flower. I don't even know how. <sighs> I looked it up immediately, and I'm like, amigo, chill. There's a blog about it. So that means that there's a resolution. And the, and the moment we actually identified the file, I was still boomer freaking out. And you're like, why? We found it. Relax. I go, it looks like a document file. I don't think this is what you want. I don't know. I know a little about this. This is bad. I lost everything. I'm so pissed. I've worked weeks on this crate. Bah, 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 bah. It was there. Thank you for saving the day again, Frank. You're welcome. Now, before we go to break, do you have certain songs queued up or am I going to have to come back with it? I think I'm going to have to come back with it. I'll handle the sound for the next segment, and that's a beautiful tease. Coming up next, you know I always miss the On This Days, right? On this day, a couple of great men were born. You're listening to Good Morning Amigos, Sirius XM 145, the one, the only, Slam Radio. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio. Sirius XM Channel 145. This is Melvin Gordon and you listening to Slam Radio. We are back. Are you ready? Yeah. Here we go. You are listening to Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145. this up for nothing. I can only use it. You made it look pretty. I wasn't worried about that one plug because we're going to totally disconnect that one on Monday. Thanks. I picked up what I had to pick up. Appreciate it. You're welcome. <laughs> Why are you laughing now? Because... All I got to do is go to my listeners, and they, and they give me the things I need. Where have you been? Mm. I had a listener text me. There's a site called onthisday.com that you I, can register to. I know there is. So what are you doing around here? I do everything around here. You I don't, don't do anything. <laughs> is that the one you go to? Yes. That's funny that they sent me that, because I keep <laughs> complaining about the on this day. Uh, <laughs> thank you, sweetie. Are we going to make that? Am I making that announcement today or what? Not a lot of historical events on the, uh, on the 26th of June. Back in 1917, the first troops arrived in France during World War I. Four years ago, Panama Canal's third set of locks opened for commercial traffic, doubling the canal's capacity at an estimated cost of $5.25 billion. Jesus. Those are important events. Now, today's historical events... Mm, don't know. There's not many, bro. All we do have today are some pretty 
freaking famous birthdays. Did you know we have some famous birthdays? Are there Yankee players? Let me guess. They're Yankee players. So there are no Yankee players having a birthday today. Wow. I'm shocked. Usually when you have a look on your face like that, you're usually a New Yorker or a Yankee fan or a Yankee player. No, that's not the case. It's, there's a birthday. Is it a New Yorker? Um, no, it's not a New Yorker. Is it a family member? I feel like I'm playing guess who. Um, no, it's not a family member. Okay. So I'm just telling you, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just, I mean, it's hard to believe. Yeah, that's very well known already. Um, I just want to make sure it, it, it surprises me that something like this wouldn't, wouldn't have, I don't know. Just come to mind immediately. Is it Eminem's birthday? Uh, I know Eminem's your guy. I don't even know when his birthday is. Though. So since Eminem is your guy, right? Right? It feels like you're setting me up for somebody that I should know whose birthday it is. Yeah, I think uh, that might be the case, yeah. That very well might be the case. Mm. By the way, it is not Eminem's birthday. It's not Eminem's birthday? No. Okay. So I I'm surprised. I thought I'd come in here and all of this would be ready. So I just have to uh, rely on myself. You know. Cheater, the future Hall of Famer. Our rookie year 96. Just one of those careers for a few years. Here it is, the Yankees all-time head sleeper. He is Mr. Derek Cheater. Mr. By the way, you're the biggest liar I know. He's not a Yankee, he's a Marlin now. No, no, he's not a Yankee. Let's go Cheater. Let's go Cheater. First major league hit. 1,000, 2,000, 3,000 hits. Holy cow! He creamed it! And hear him play. Mr. Mr. Dynasty. Mr. All Time. Style does that. Grace. Game the Yankees. Every day, that's my job. It is gone. Mr. Mr. Let's go, Jeter! Let's go, Jeter! Mr. Derek Sanderson Jeter. Today, today, baby, I, I absolutely give you this show. It is dedicated to you Bro. and your birthday. Bro. He's not a Yankee anymore. Bro. But then again, once a Yankee, always a Yankee. Yes, I wish. Later today. <laughs> I'm drunk. At this time, we got a problem. And Lauren wouldn't be laughing too much. 
<laughs> Jason, that's another story. He's a party animal. <laughs> that's yeah, a, it's a master TikTok. Bro. Yeah, that's a Frank laugh right there. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that one again? That's me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just wondering, man. How did you not realize that today was Derek Jeter's uh, G day? I knew it was. I was just wanted to hype Ah, oh, you were just, you were just egging me on. Telling me for the entire week. I haven't said anything. Don't lie. I haven't oh, even brought it up. Man crush. I don't even think about that guy anymore. Oh, we go. We gotta build this. We gotta do this. We gotta. I do don't that. even speak Such about him. Such a man crush. I don't bro. listen to me and be. Let me be very clear bro. with you, sir. Bro. Don't get it twisted. Bro. Okay. Do not get it twisted. Just because I like Derek Jeter, doesn't mean I sit around and think about that. You do. No, I don't. You do? Oh, what? I'm going to say it clearly. Just because I love Derek Jeter, brother, does not mean that I sit around and daydream about how great he is, how he's the greatest shortstop in the history of baseball, 20-year Yankee, five rings, 310 lifetime batting average, sixth on the all-time hits list. I don't. I don't obsess on the fact that he's a legend. Why That's, would I do that? Sounds like daydreaming to me. No, I'm just, listen, I'm a stats guy, hey, right? Would it, would it bother you if I played the Big Poppy Station rejoin the entire day? I don't know. I can't hear you. I'm listening to this song here. Can you, can you? The final curtain. This is Big Poppy David Ortiz. You're listening to Slam Radio. Oh, yes, listen to that. Music to my ears. <laughs> Lived a life that's full of trouble and every This is Big Papi David Ortiz. You're listening to Slam Radio. Much more than this, I did it my There he is. Man. What does he got? There he is. This is Big Papi David Ortiz. <laughs> You're listening to Slam Radio. Yeah, brother. <laughs> Why do you insist on playing that? Because at least he gave us a sound. We still don't have anything from Jeter. Well, you know, that's a very good point. So, uh, you know, I call things out for what they are. This right? is Big Papi David Ortiz. You're listening to Slam Radio. You're big sloppy. Be quiet. One of the funniest moments in 16 years of radio for me. He walks onto Radio Row, guys. This is Big Papi David and he walked, I'm surprised he gave us, or had he already given us the drop when I dropped the bomb on him? Oh, he already had given us the drop. So he had already given us a drop, and I think he recognized some of the kids who had gotten the drop from him. And he's walking, I think he's walking towards Shade, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and going to Sway, he was uh -huh. going to do, do his thing on Shade 45, right? So he walks by and everybody, ah, Big Bobby. So I'm on the air. I go, I love that guy. Yeah, Big Bobby, what's up? And then there's just a moment of lull and quiet. 
And I go, go Yankees! <laughs> and you all go, oh my God! <laughs> so what, did we get the sound bite already? So that's it, who cares? This is Big Papi David Ortiz. You're listening to Slam Radio. I'm going to edit that. I'm going to go, this is Big Sloppy. This is Big Papi sloppy. David Ortiz. He's lucky, man. He gets a pass nowadays. This is Big Papi David Ortiz. <laughs> this is Big Papi David Ortiz. <laughs> <sighs> this is Big Papi David Ortiz. Did you get to talk to him at all? Because I was, you were on the air with me, right? Uh, I did get to talk to him for like 13 seconds. I appreciate how you survived me with all this. How I deal with you. So I find things that put defense. Uh, let's ride! Let's ride! Thank you, Laz. How am I supposed to turn this around here? Just double tap it and it works. Are you planning on sending these to Jeter? Yes. So you can show him how much of a crush you have on him? I don't have a crush. I just want him to see that we pay attention. <laughs> Meek deals. Oh, my goodness. Here it comes. This is Big Papi David Ortiz. Don't do that now. This is a sacred moment. Sacred moment. Don't do this right now. Well, that's why I tried to rush it before it happened. Here it comes. Here it comes. Meek deals. Base hit to right field. Here comes Richardson. Here's the throw from Marcakis. Richardson's safe. Derek Jeter. game with a walk-off single. Derek Jeter. Fantasy becomes reality. Did you have any doubt? <laughs> Happy birthday, Derek! We're going to celebrate your birthday, that and so much more on the greatest radio station on the planet. The one, the only, Slam Radio, Sirius XM 145. We'll be back. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio, Sirius XM Channel 145. All right, we're back. We back. Woo! Oh, you got to love it. Good morning, amigos. Sirius XM 145, the one, the only. Slam Radio. Action packed morning, Frank. Got her. Busted her. Ah, she's a nice lady, dude. I'm going to work with her. That was a plot twist. No, you know what? But yes or no? Did I you? expected extreme confrontation. No, I told you. So, you're horrible. I told you I wasn't going to be confrontational. You're such no, it's not about you being confrontational. Maybe she took it the wrong way and she felt threatened or whatever and she's like, get that camera out of my face. Like uh, one of these typical Karens that are kind of like, <laughs> Shout out to some of our listeners catching us. Believe it or not, on IG Live right now. Once in a while I turn that on. I hadn't done that in a while. Of course, our very own Brad Tejada is in there. What's up, Bradley? <laughs> shout out to one of our former, a slam alum. Give a shout out to Emily Solis. Catching us here on live as well. Another shout out to, she'll be my student in August again. One of my former students, Kati's on here. What's up, Kati? Everything cool. good? Pretty damn cool. Hope your summer's going well, Kati. Shout out to Leslie, one of our loyal listeners. Shout out to Leslie. She's out upstate somewhere. She's up in North Florida. The MPP. MPP. So giving out our shout outs. Yes, she was. Um, eh. Shout out to Michael Aldred, by the way. Allred. I'm sorry. I always say Aldred when I say his name. Allred. Another Bro. one of my, another one of our fans. 
Lo fan. Lo fan. Nothing wrong with having fans, right? You, you don't think Derek has fans, Frank? I mean, let me ask you a question. Do you think today, today at Marlins Park, that there'll be some packages sent for his birthday at some point? Of course. Flowers and, and edible arrangements and all these other deals. Hey, 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 edible arrangements. What do you mean edible arrangements? You mean like the, like the, like the things that look like flowers that are fruits? Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. You never got one of those? Yeah, I did. Oh, those are delicious. Many years ago. Who got me one? One of our students got it for me last year for my birthday. Didn't, didn't Brittany get me something like that? Is that what that was? Or she got me well, yeah, all the fruit that was delicious. Exactly what okay, it was. Uh, yeah, that's what it was. <sighs> Am I on, by the way? Of course you're on. Why? Like on the camera? No. On my feet over here. Oh, I'm sorry. No, you're not. Yeah. You're on now. I am? Okay, good. I just, I mean, just in case I want to get, you know, I get the urge to do something like, you know. I don't know. You know, once in a while I get the urge. Just Big Papi David Ortiz. <laughs> Why? Why do you Just Big Papi David Ortiz. Just Big Papi David Ortiz. Just Big Papi David Ortiz. This is Big Papi David Ortiz. Happy birthday, Derek Jeter. I'm going to do this all day. This is Big Papi David Ortiz. This is Big Papi David Ortiz. And look like a good Miami boy. This is Big Papi David Ortiz. I didn't even put my Yankee hat on today. This is Big Papi David Ortiz. You're listening to Slam Radio. You're mixing now. Look at you. This is Big Papi David Ortiz. This is Big Papi David Ortiz. This is Big Papi David Ortiz. You're listening to Slam Radio. Don't forget, we got to pay. That was on beat, dude. We gotta pay the Beatles, by the way. Don't forget, it's called "It's Your Birthday," birthday song or something. Oh, it's the remix. By the way, brother, it's coming up on the live. This Go Yankees! This is Big Papi David Ortiz. This is Big Sloppy. This is Big Sloppy. I'm sloppy and I'm big. There we go. Happy birthday to you, Derek Sanderson Jeter. So let me ask you a question. A little later in the program, would it be rude if we called the Marlins? Do you think there's anyone there? Um, I don't know how many people are there, but I'm sure there's people there. So there's a receptionist, right? There has to be people there, especially that they're starting this now getting ready for an actual season, and there's so, word that they may be playing at Marlins Park. So I want to do this, and I'm going to fail most likely, but, you know, brother's got to shoot a shot, right? I say we live on the air after we have Billy on sometime during the 10 o'clock hour, which is an acceptable hour. We pick up the phone, and we call the Miami Marlins. The receptionist answer, Miami Marlins, and I will introduce myself with full disclosure. We are live on the air right now. We are literally 200 yards from you guys as we sit and slam, and uh, we would like somehow, some way to perhaps be able to say happy birthday to Derek Jeter on the air. Wondering if he might be available for a second or two to receive the birthday wish. Oh, we're going to get a quick no. That's fine, but I want to get it. You want to get the no? I want to get the no. I love people like you. I want to get the no. It drives, it, it makes me drive harder to get what I want. That's why but, I said I love people like you. Well, why don't you, why don't you continue talking? Because you know me, right? So if you saw my action with the holy cat lady, you know that I'm not going to give up till I get what I want, right? Oh, what are you going to do? Walk down the street on, uh, during the show and knock on their actual door? Is, are the cameras on today or not? They are not, right? No, but I can put it on right now. Okay, so why don't you take over hosting the show for about 60 seconds, and I'll be back and show you why I'm going to get this done. Oh, my God. 
promise I'm going to get this done. Oh, my God. See, I have no word here because this is kind of an employer of mine. So I, I kind of have to send in the background. So whatever the Amigo does yeah. right now, it's totally not endorsed by me. So all actions are 100% on the Amigo. Someone texts in, got a 50-50 shot if you try. You have a 100% or 0% shot of me getting it if you don't try. Got to try. Got to shoot your I'm shot. Gonna, I'm going to show you why I'm going to shoot my shot. Go ahead. You keep talking. All right, so like I said, I do not endorse anything that the Amigo is going to do to the Marlins because they are an employer of mine, and I am a very happy employee of the Miami Marlins. By the way, if you go to my IG Live, even though I'm not on the air, you'll see what I'm up to. Go to your IG Live. You'll see what's going on. This is a very interactive segment. Are you, like, walking out of the studio or something like that? I have no I hate when Amigo just puts all these, all these little surprises on me in the middle of the year. Like, I have absolutely no idea what he's doing. He looks like a child right now that has a, has using a phone for the very first time. So I can, I'm, I'm going to be just as surprised as you guys right now with what he does. The problem is I have no camera access into the studio, and I'm listening to the doors opening right now, so that means he's walking out. He must have some sort of a surprise. I think he has a Derek Jeter costume. He's going to go turn into his man crush's costume. That's what he's going to do. He has a jersey. I'm sure it's the one with the little gold seams on the, on the outsides, the championship retirement edition of his boyfriend's little jersey. I'm sorry. His man crush, his little jersey, because he loves himself some Derek Jeter. You should see the, the, the Hall of Fame memorial that he wanted to do in one of the hallways here at Slammer. Guys. He's not going to come. Oh, no, but this will get him to come because Derek Jeter is going to want to come. He's going to say no on the phone call. He's going to say no to us like we've been getting no for the last two years. I'm lucky to say he's a boss, and I still haven't even met him. So go figure. Go figure. I don't understand what Amigo's doing, man. I hate when Amigo just puts this on me like this, and he just starts talking. All right. So then this guy, I want to talk about something random because then he's going to walk in, and then whatever I'm talking about is just going to be a total waste of, of conversation. So whatever. It is what it is. Hot in Miami. If you're living in Miami right now, stay your ass inside because it's really, really hot. You heard that, amigo? Miami, because we're in Miami. We're not in New York. So whatever you have Jeter-wise you're going to bring out right now to the studio, don't even bother. Your time is ticking. I'm running out of things to say. Where's he at? I know you can hear me. He walked out of here with a headpiece on or an earpiece on, should I say, not a headpiece, an earpiece on. And I have absolutely no control of what's going on. Isn't that amazing? Like, this is a radio show. You would think he's the host, and he just gets up in the middle of the show. For all I know, he ran to the bathroom. Who knows? Who knows? Oh, this is tortures. This is really tortures. Amigo! Amigo, where are you at? I think I hear doors. Oh, I hear him. Good Lord, saved by the bell? Just when I was drowning. Because I was running out of things to say because you just get up in the middle. You didn't even warn me during the break that you're going to go ahead and pull a stunt like this. You're like, no, no, we're going to go on. Oh, at least you don't have a Yankee jersey on right now. I'm, I'm sure you dropped it in the, in the thing somewhere. And you. Oh, he was Instagram live. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Makes a lot of sense. What's going on? What are you upset about now? Your show's here on not on Instagram live, by the way. But you seem upset. What, what are you angry about? Because you got up and go you out and take care of show business. You gotta, what show business you have to take care of? Show business is on air. I made the, the announcement live on IG. Now I'm going to do it here. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, do you have some sort of drum roll or some sort of anticipated? I can get drum roll if you want. Listen, actually, you know what? That's the one button I don't Look, I'm going to make the note right no, now. No, no, no. Drum roll. roll. We've asked you before for it, but that's fine. Drum roll. I've made a new list. Bro, you're awesome, though. You have everything usually. I'm, like, I'm not going to be a that jerk. I can go. I can go. So, so I mean, I'm not gonna miss the moment here. Like, this is a perfect moment, right? You're gonna let me have my moment. Yeah. Here we go. 
Ladies and gentlemen, today on Derek Sanderson Jeter's birthday, June 26th, we are proud to announce Slam Radio will open the Derek Sanderson Jeter Hall of Fame area inside of Slam Radio commemorating the great Derek Jeter who stands just 200 yards away. And he's going to stay 200 yards away. I don't think so. Do you? Yes. I don't think so, Frank. I think this is celebratory. I think we should be really happy of this. You don't think? No. Play music and just have a good old-fashioned time. Well, the music sounds good. I like the mix idea at 9. Is that a Derek Jeter memorial? Do you have, are you going to throw some miraculous little mysterious Derek Jeter happy birthdays in the middle? No, there's no subtle Derek Jeter happy birthdays in the middle. But the mix is dedicated. This whole show is dedicated to him. Even Here's though Billy Corbin's coming on, even though the holy cat lady took front and center stage. Oh, I'm going to get Big Poppy on the show. Too. Today's an actual... Get him. If you get Big Poppy on the show, I already have three questions for him. Oh, no. Don't do this. Don't make me look bad. What are your three questions? Okay. We applaud you for your bravery. Take us a little bit into what was going through your mind as you were in recovery mode, survival mode, as some of us were very afraid in hearing that your life was in danger. That's a great pick. That's a great one, right? Yeah, I don't have to hear the other ones. Well, here's the second one. Here's the second one. The second one would be like, is it safe to assume, David, that the biggest highlight of your career were the eight straight victories after going down 3-0 to the Yankees in the 2004 American League Championship Series. And he's going to go and elaborate and just go long-winded and tell me how great those eight games were and look how they did the 30-for-30 30 30 on it. And it was just the highlight of his career. The Boston got, you know, got off the schneid. It's all great. And then I'd have one more question for him. Did you take steroids? Oh, okay, I'm not calling him. Phone down. Did you take steroids? Why, how can I but do all would, of that and then not ask him? But why would you do that? He's not going to answer that question. Why would you answer such a question? Why not? I'm asking him. I bet you he answers the other two very nicely of without course. a problem. Yeah, so why can't he answer the last one? He's going to hang up on us. Why can't he answer the last one? He's going to hang up on us. Just tell me no, he didn't. I'm giving him an opportunity for me to no longer judge this based on what I heard from one person in the New York Times. I don't want to believe it. He didn't take steroids. Hey, platanos. We now have a hand signal for it. I don't ask for it anymore. Frank and I have determined the hand signal now so that we don't interrupt. You know, whether the camera sees it or not, at least it's not auditory, right? Because before I'd go, go, press the button now. It sounds that's a great moment for the whistle. It sounds like crap. At least now we've gotten organized. When he does a, a good one, I just smile. Hand signal, whistle. I love it. <laughs> This big puppy. Of course, I get the text. Mofongo is the steroid. Yeah, you see, you see, you see. This is what I'm talking about. This is this is doing a radio show. It gotta get you guys up off your asses for a, on a Friday. If it ha I'll do everything. Every day will be a Friday on the show if I have to. We'll take an hour and do a mix, and I'll find somebody's any every day to put on the show. They've been a good week. Like, we got Lauren Goodwin, <laughs> Billy Goodwin. Hi, Lauren. How are you? Everything good? I, I got permission to have a mild crush on her, by the way. She gave you permission? No. You asked her? Can I, is, is it allowed? She thought it was, she thought, I don't want to use the word adorable, and I don't want to sound like Mike from The Office during the second season when he swore that, you know, 
Pam one. Was that her name? Pam the boss? Pam, yeah, Pam. Pam. Oh. No, Jan. Jan, Jan. I was like, sorry. Yeah. You said the boss. Yeah, just, just yeah. Dude, the more I watch that show, the more I'm hooked. It's <laughs> And then sometimes I channel my inner mic. It's not good. <laughs> bro, there's a lot of moments I'm like, wow, what a bad boss, man. But it's just I can't get enough. So the office Christmas party was phenomenal with the iPod going around the end. I haven't seen that one yet. <laughs> no. You're oh, ahead of me then. Are you ahead of me? I'm yes, like a, I guess I'm ahead of you. I'm now. on uh, episode eight, I think I am. No, then you have to have seen it. The office Christmas party with the... With That's those, no, the it's the afterwards. It's afterwards. Oh That's like God, nine I, or ten. I, like, I'm right there. Wow. Okay. Yeah, no, this was great. This was performance reviews of the ones that I was oh, watching. Oh, then yeah, it's coming up. It's coming right next. So you, you 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 darted ahead here. You oh, did, sorry. Yeah, yeah. You did a Joey Logano on me from the other day. That's fine. That's okay. Um, it's it's TV gold. I did not know I was missing out on this. <laughs> and remember the first week, I was like, I can't do this. And I kept a 22-minute show. I kept falling asleep during these shows. And lately, I can't keep my attention on things. There's a lot of things, a lot of chaos in the house. In and out. Lot, I mean, it's typical summer mode right now in the Milan Hacienda. It's just driving me nuts. Yeah, we're getting the text. Mofongo. That, that's a good, good correlation there. That's why. Big Poppy hit all those home runs. Yeah. It's proven that there's HGH inside of Mofongo. <laughs> so, yes, I have permission to have a mild crush on Lauren Goodwin. You see that giggle that you play for her? <laughs> I got that giggle on the phone when I told her, you know, we've been goofing around and Frank makes fun of me. Like, if I have some sort of crush on you, I talked about how I got nervous before I had to interview you and she was dying <laughs> laughing. She rocks, man. She totally rocks. The MPP. Yeah. Oh, I think the holy cat lady is the MPP today, bro. Third in the MPP yeah. voting. No, I think I think it's it's the holy cat lady, Lauren Goodwin second, and Jeter in typical fashion here. I'm going to rag on Jeter. Let's get him to come over here since he never won an MVP. He finished second one year, but here he'll be third in the MPP voting. Third in the MPP now, voting. I think had he made a visit to Slam Radio, I think he would have catapulted uh, the Holy Cat Lady and Lauren and, and been in first place. The MPP. Had to give Holy Cat Lady first place because Lauren came in first place with that video. First place is where she, the only place she seems to know lately. The MPP. So Holy Cat Lady wins the MVP today. Oh, we're having way too much fun. We come back from break. Get to shake your ass a little bit. Talk a little more. Remember, 9 o'clock hour, we're going to have a mix for you. It's a couple of genres. It's 30 minutes of, well... You know what? I'll surprise you. The one thing I don't think you're going to hear today is freestyle. Am I right? I don't think, I don't really feel like there's a freestyle song in any of them. I bands. didn't hear, and on the parts of the mix that I skipped around to, I didn't hear anything. Yeah, I don't, you're going to be pleasantly surprised. It's a little different. I personally, I'm going to be critical. You know, I'm very transparent. I don't like it. I thought I could have done better. But it's good. Serviceable. You'll hear the one mistake. Sorry. It happens. It happens. Probably should have told you about it. You should have done some buffer work. When you usually people, you tell people about the mistakes when they catch it. Well, you're don't gonna. This one I think you might catch. This one you might catch. Maybe you don't. You're like I meant to do that. Yeah, that's what I wanted to do. Like an artist. Oh, it's just a slob. Well, I wanted to do something here. similar to what it was. It just didn't come out the way I envisioned it or heard it in my head first. That happens sometimes. All right, we'll go to break. Come back on the other side. Good morning, amigo. It is a freaky, filthy Friday. Are we going to be filthy, freaky? What are we going to do on this Friday? Oh, but we're going to entertain your ass. I can't wait to have Billy Corbin go off on his... Oh, 10.05 is going to be scintillating around here. You're listening to Good Morning Amigos, Sirius XM 145, the one, shh, the only, hold on, Slam Radio. 
This is Big Papi David Ortiz. You're listening to Slam Radio. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 145. What's up, everybody? This is Spice Adams. Slam Radio, Sirius XM. Yeah. Good morning to you. Get the hell up. You are listening to Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145. Grande, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Ariana Grande. She turns 27. Can you believe she's 27, right? No way. She looks like she's 15. No, she's looked like she was 15 for about a decade. Happy birthday. Uh, 27th birthday. That's pretty cool. Chad Pennington celebrating a birthday today. Good old Chad Pennington. Turns 44 years of age. Former NHL defenseman for Florida Panther Ed Jovanovsky. He was a baller. Also his 44th birthday. The Jovo Cop. The Jovo Cop. Jason Kendall, former Major League catcher, celebrates a birthday. Um, LeBron's daddy celebrating his, uh, his 36th birthday. J.J. Barea, Puerto Rican basketball player. Yeah, it wasn't LeBron's daddy. It was J.J. Barea. I'm sorry. I had to go to that joke. <laughs> the low-hanging fruit. You don't need a whistle. I don't need a whistle for that. The most talented left-handed quarterback in the history of football turns 40 today. The most talented left-handed quarterback, quarterback in, in, in football history. Steve Young. Michael Vick. Uh, most talented. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Greatest ever, Steve Young. Got you. I forgot that Michael Vick was a lefty. Yes. So, yeah, some pretty interesting birthdays. I don't see anybody else that stands out. So that's pretty much Shannon Sharp. Celebrates his uh, 52nd birthday today. A lot of birthdays today. Well, I mean, we got to do more of this because apparently there are a lot of those birthdays lingering around. So it was 626. <clears throat> huh? 626. Remember, that's where we used to make the kids run. Mm-hmm. I was telling somebody a story about that earlier in the building. I was going up four flights of stairs. I, said, yeah, I remember my coaching days used to make them do the stairs. And then I was getting to the 626 conversation. Realized today's 626. Basketball, there's a... You do six up and backs... Two back pedals, and then six again. Sounds very easy until you do it. Yep. 
It is not easy. I thought it was easy. I used to make them do it all the time. Then one day I went to do it with them, trying to be a show off. I think it was the second to last time I ever made them run a six two six. That'll do it. Oh yeah, it'll definitely do it. So there you go. So we found a, a, a site that gives us birthdays, right? Um, I like on this day. Don't you like on this day? On this day works very well. But today is not a very historical day. There's nothing really, I mean, 1843, Hong Kong was proclaimed the British Crown Colony. Yeah, I know. Okay. You're not feeling it. I no, not that. I, I understand. You're not, you're, you're just not, it's not there right now, right? Why would I care about 1907, the Bolsheviks overthrow transport in Tiflis. That was a big day in the world, mm -hmm. says nobody. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm just throwing it out there, man. A lot of stuff going on. Bro. 1916, the Cleveland Indians, they do this crazy experiment before a game. You know what they did? What did they do? They put numbers on their jerseys. Imagine the thought of that. No way. Get Imagine out of here. Imagine the thought 104 years ago today. They Why did it for one game to see what it would work out like. You know? Why would you do such a thing? How in the world would anyone do that? They never played with numbers before? I don't know. I guess not. 101 years ago today. How do you tell who's who? I don't know. 101 years ago today, Daily News began publishing newspapers. Interesting. 96 years ago today, after being there for eight years, the U.S. troops leave the Dominican Republic. Damn, why would you ever want to leave the Dominican Republic? A lot of good-looking women there, right? Platanos. Oh, you and your platanos. Hey, so I wonder Was how Big Poppy there in 1924? Uh, I wonder how big the numbers were in the back of their jerseys in 19-whatever, 17 or 19, whatever you said. Here's a Brooklyn reference. 1927, the Cyclone roller coaster opens on Coney Island. I've been on there. So have I. I thought my wife was going to leave me on there. She was tripping. Tripping? Yeah, I went to the... What's the, what's the really scary ride in Bush Gardens? Is the Bush Gardens the one that goes straight down? Oh, I can't remember the name of that one, but it's like red, right? It's Chikra. Like I think it's Chikra. I rode Chikra once. And funny, the plan was I was going to ride it with my darling wife. Mm -hmm. So, you know, have you ever been on Chikra? Yes. So then you know how there's a line? It comes and there's like eight chairs. Yes. And the eight people in line go, and they go sit in their chairs. So my wife's in front, I'm behind. We go, we slide, we sit in the chairs. As we sit in the chairs and they start checking everybody. She undoes herself, picks up, and walks out and says goodbye. Leaves me alone on the sheet. Needless what, to say, what? she was held accountable by the rest of the family, and they made her go on. They said, you're not doing that. But I forever have held against her that she left me hanging on Shikra. Well, I mean, because you hang on that ride anyways, right? That's all right. That's funny. So, but, why, but isn't there a way for her to get off the ride and then just, just skip it and just go off? Yeah. Why would you guys it. make her get on the ride? No, no. She, we put her back in line to come on the ride. Oh yeah, she they they her cousins grabbed her and said, "There's no way you're doing that. That was bullcrap what you did to Larry." Let's go. We are all riding this, and so are you. Oh man. So yeah, she got out one door, but they caught her and said, "Let's go." Yeah, sure enough, it was pretty cool. 1938, Lonnie Fry of the Cincinnati Reds hit eight doubles in a doubleheader. True story. Jesus, that's a lot of doubles. We go to the plate eight times. Uh, well, doubleheader. Sorry, four and four. A twin bill. Let's play two. 1946 was Fred Allen, uh, this day in 1946, Fred Allen's last radio show, and his guest was none other than the great Jack Benny. 
Starting to bore you yet? No. No? You like that, huh? Mm-hmm. 1954, Jim Peters runs the marathon in two hours, 17 minutes, 39 seconds. True story. I like saying that, by the way. <laughs> 61 years ago today, Ingemar Johansson knocked out Floyd Patterson in the third round to win the heavyweight boxing title. <clears throat> we need more of that. We do. Boxing. Nobody likes boxing anymore. No boxers like that. Boston Red Sox Earl Wilson hurls a no-hitter against the Los Angeles Angels 58 years ago today. In 1962 on this day, WSEC, now otherwise known as WLRN, Channel 17 here in Miami, begins broadcasting. Mm. That is the famous PBS that everybody knows Yes, now. sir. A lot of people don't know that that started in Miami. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The building is actually on Blue Lagoon. Yeah. But um, the, 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 the origins of PBS are Miami. Right. A lot of people don't know that. Gotta know that. Yeah. Interesting. Don't mean to rub any salt on any wounds, but 56 years ago today in St. Augustine, blacks and whites riot over racial segregation. Nothing has changed. Some things don't. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of stuff. I mean, things happen all the time, but I'm just, I don't know. Like, it's, there's, other than that, nothing big. The, the biggest thing about today is that it's Derek Jeter's birthday. Nothing's bigger than that. I'm looking at this. This is, this is a big. Just big Papi David Ortiz. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. 33 years ago today, the Yankees were down 9 to nothing to the Red Sox. Started on 9 nothing going in the third inning. Yanks score 11 runs. And the pointing in extra innings 12 to 11. That's not exciting. No. Are you ready for the 60 game season or what? You really want to go down that road. You see that I'm doing everything I can to talk about anything but that 60 game season. Wide open. Anybody can win it this year. Did you see it? Do you know what the playoff picture would have looked like last year if we would have played 60 games? I'm interested in knowing. Have you done the research for this already? Yeah. Dodgers, Phillies, Cubs would be your, your division winners in the NL. So that pisses you off a little bit? Yeah, a little bit. The wild card teams would be Milwaukee and Atlanta. That sounds eerily familiar. Other than the Cubs, it was everybody the same. So the only the one Phillies. of them. No, the Phillies and the Cubs. Oh, the, the Phillies. Make it yeah, in. the Phillies didn't make it. That's true. Um, in the AL, it's pretty spot on. Houston, Minnesota, Yankees are your division winners. Tampa Bay and Texas were your wild cards. Yeah. On this day 18 years ago, Shanghai Sharks center Yao Ming was the first pick of the NBA draft by the Houston Rockets. The question would probably be this year, who's, who's really built for 60 games? I don't know. 60 games? That's a weird number of games when you're used to playing 160 games, right? On this day, 24 years ago. You are really trying to get away from the top. Georgetown guard Allen Iverson was the first pick for the Philadelphia 76ers in the NBA draft. Is everything okay? You're going to be all right? 12 years ago on this day, Memphis point guard Derrick Rose was the first pick of the Chicago Bulls. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt your baseball talk. Continue. No, you go, go on. It, it is what it is. Oh, there's really nothing that's gone on on, on this day. They're saying Tampa didn't probably 
good, on this good, day, good. on this day, you can do on this day all you want. It's really, the dog. most important thing to happen on a June 26th, at least in the Western Hemisphere, was the birth of the greatest shortstop to ever play baseball. Oh, my goodness. Here we go again. His name is Derek Sanderson Jeter. Upset you? I don't understand why your crush is so big. You want to know why I know you have a man crush on this guy? Why is that? Who else would pay two grand to go from one day to the next to New York just to watch his final game? Hey, I made a weekend out of it, all right? And it was with my son. That's the sentimental, sappy story you give us. You know why I'm able to say that Jeter's the greatest of all time? Because the greatest fielding shortstop of all time is was Ozzy Smith. Ozzy Smith. Barna. Oh my God. That's an argument Ozzie. I thought I was gonna have with you. What? Who? Who can you argue? Are you gonna tell me the other guy, the Spanish guy? What was his name? Uh, oh God, the guy who played for the Indians. That just all he did was make plays. Nomar. Oh, oh, oh my God, I have Barry Larkin stuck in my head. So, uh, but I don't remember. Who his name is. is on the tip of my tongue. I'll remember it if I look it up. I just don't feel like looking it up right now. The bottom line is, it's it's irrelevant because the greatest shortstop ever. Oh, with a glove, Vizquel, right? Yes, Omar Vizquel. I didn't look it up. It came to me. <laughs> Ozzy Smith, to me, exemplifies everything as far as what a fielding shortstop should do. It, it's magical, the things he did. Forget about the back rows. Um, but the reason Jeter's the greatest is Jeter wins five gold gloves. You and I both know he may not be as good as a five gold glove winner. You know it. But he was a pretty good fielding shortstop who hit 310 when every shortstop hits 40, 40 you points. You say he's time. the greatest and then follow that statement was, oh, but he was a pretty good shortstop. No, I didn't say he was a, he was a pretty good fielding shortstop. you got to hear the whole show in order to understand what's being said. I hope you're okay with that. All right. Did you hear the whole show, right? Because yes. I can't say, I can't talk out of both sides of my mouth on that one. He's the greatest shortstop ever. He's a pretty good fielding shortstop. I will argue anybody just because I don't want them attacking Jeter, but I think five gold gloves... Based on his level of fielding, he got a little lucky to earn five gold gloves. He is not of, in that ilk. If you judge it on gold gloves, I think only two shortstops or three shortstops have won more gold gloves than him. And, but when you're building a resume as the greatest of something, you have to be great at a lot of different things to be being the greatest. So when you're Ozzie Smith and you hit 270, and you're, you know, a lot of these guys have some redeeming qualities. Kyle Ripken, to me, is the closest from an overall standpoint. You know, yeah, well, he was the Iron Man. I go, yeah, but he also had like 268 or 270-something lifetime. I know he had a bunch of dongs. He's the closest to compare number to number to Jeter. But Jeter's the greatest shortstop of all time, in my opinion. I found somebody's birthday that's greater than Jeter's. Today? Today. Hold on a second, because I can't. Um, no. There's, listen, the only person I can think, right off the top of my dome, that is better on a birthday than today, a great man, like Derek Jeter, the greatest playing shortstop in baseball history, is none other than the man who invented baseball himself, Abner Doubleday. Would it be him? No, this guy's better. This guy provides better than the guy who invented baseball. This guy provides a service at least two times a week in your neighborhood. JD, the boss from La Familia. What is JD? Do? Oh, it's garbage day in yeah, my neighborhood. Boy, how did you know it was garbage day in my neighborhood? Oh, cause Q hooked me up. You, this is the research you're doing behind the scenes. Yeah. Yes, today is garbage day in my neighborhood. Twice finding, a week. I was finding somebody's birthday that was greater than Jeter's, and I found it. JD the Boss. Happy birthday, dog. Happy birthday, JD. That's our guy, bro. JD the Boss's birthday today. I wonder if he goes by my neighborhood. Probably not. Probably my not. You're my boy. You know why? Our guy, this one guy. 
He was like the arm, the comedy. Yeah, yeah. It's chilling, That's bro. how they do it now. It's crazy, man. Spectacular. They, it used to be three guys back in the day. My I, grandmother used to have me walk outside and wait for them with bottles of water or something like all that. All the time. And they when I worked out of the house. Like, you know those videos that you see of the little kids that go viral that they're handing out? That was us without cameras. Like, that's what my grandmother raised us to do. So It I, doesn't work that way anymore. I used to have cases of water when I ran my league at the house because I ran my league out of the house. You could always come and get water. There was always water in my house. I had, a, I had the... What do they call it? The water cooler? I had one of those in the house. And I also had, you know, bottles of water. There wasn't one time they went to get pick up the garbage that I didn't go out there with four cold waters. Each of them get one, one for the road. The times they'd be okay. The times, can you get me a couple extra? No problem. Something happened. Something, when the rules started changing, they started getting a little ruder. And it was just, it was tougher to, to have that relationship with them. Christmas, they always got an envelope. That was cool. Those were the good old days. So, J.D., yeah, you know. So, no disrespect to J.D., it's still Jeter's better. Sorry. And Jeter's just the greatest shortstop of all time. How are you not going to? Even though he's no longer with us, thanks to John Gotti, ironically. Some of you know, uh, it's not that I like John Gotti. John Gotti was a criminal. Um, I, I find... Incredibly enough, that the, the, there's interesting qualities about his personality. Anybody who can smile on their mugshot is uh, is a gangster, is an original gangster. And anybody who can sit in front of a steakhouse in the city and then whack Paul Castellano, a former boss, to then become the dawn of uh, of, of La Cosa Nostra. Yeah. It would have been Paul Castellano, Castellano's 105th birthday. He wouldn't have been around anymore, but... Uh, Paulie died at 70. He was born in, guess where he was born, Frank? N New York? Brooklyn! Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio, Sirius XM, channel 145. Each and every day, you can hear him. Each and every day, because every time I play this intro... You hear pangomite, pangomite, pangomite. My good friend Billy Corbin joins us here on Good Morning Amigo. Billy, how are you? Mi amigo, como esta todo? CSE. It could be a little better, but uh, certainly uh, I love giving you my platform for many reasons. One is because you're like a brother. Uh, two, you are a guy that um, I enjoy speaking with. You bring a lot of levity to the situations and things that people tend to look at in weird ways and uh, uh, you have almost too much logic and sometimes people get upset at that and I don't really care. Uh, like I said the other day, right, Frank? He's my friend. He comes on the station when he wants to. In fact, he's part of this family. Uh, that's why you were on Radio Row with us. Uh, didn't have anyone else on Radio Row with us because you're my dude. You're part of this. You're one of the reasons I actually had a little success. You were for a long time and still to this day probably my best interview. So uh, by all means, I was taken aback when I saw the news. And while I know you like to ruffle feathers, can you give me a little bit of a synopsis as to why Kathy is so angry right now at you? I don't know that she is so angry uh, at me. I know that the uh, the campaign uh, certainly was angry with me. And I think probably her campaign manager, uh, who I have to thank, I have a great deal of great debt of, of gratitude uh, for the way he responded to uh to my uh, video, my mini documentary, if you will. But uh, 
Catherine Fernandez Rundle is the state attorney in Miami-Dade County, who is our local prosecutor. Sometimes in other places, they're called district attorneys. Um, and so uh, it's an elected position. And she has been in that position since Janet Reno left for the Clinton administration in 1993. Dear God. Um, it's a pretty extraordinary thing. Yeah, it's 27 years. And in that 27 years, uh, Kathy Rundle has never charged a law enforcement officer for an on-duty killing. What? And that is, that is not because they don't happen, and that is not be, because they happen less frequently. In fact, in the last decade or 15 years or so, they have, they have happened more frequently. And the reason that it ha- they happen more frequently is because Kathy Rundle sends a message of impunity to law enforcement officers. Law enforcement officers know that Kathy Rundle will not charge you for a murder. In fact, she will proactively cover up for bad and corrupt cops. And so they know that when you're dealing with someone, it's actually better if you kill them than if you beat them up. Because if you beat them up, you're more likely to get in trouble than if you just kill them dead and there's no witness. So that's the message that Kathy Rundle has sent to law enforcement officers in South Florida. And, that, and, that, and if anybody asks me, I, you know, I travel a lot, I do radio, podcasts, whatever, and people say, why is Miami so crazy? I say three words, Catherine Fernandez Rundle. Because if you want to know why political corruption and police misconduct have flourished, I mean blossomed down here like orange groves, it's because the woman in charge, the person in charge of holding people accountable not only fails to do her job, but deliberately and maliciously and proactively covers up political and police malfeasance. So we're talking to Billy Corbin here on Good Morning Amigo. So I got to imagine that at some point, whether she's vocalized it or not, um, she finds these to be certain accusations that she can either shrug off or not. But apparently it being an election year is what created a bigger problem for you. Am I correct in saying that? Well, I suppose. I mean, I've been discussing this issue and, I mean, you know, political uh, <laughs> uh, corruption and, and some of the uh, sacred cows, so to speak, the people in Miami who have just been ubiquitous, you know, who have been just plaguing our community literally for generations. You now have the offspring and the spouses of of terrible uh, politicians who are now in charge. Um, I like to say that Miami has uh, 21st century problems and 20th century leaders. And I don't just mean that they have a 20th century mentality. I mean, they're literally the same friggin' people from the 20th century. I mean, the same last names, the same uh, characters. I mean, I'm I'm a documentary filmmaker, so I'm constantly... Uh, going to archives and old news footage. And I swear, you go back 20, 30 years, it's the same people or the fathers and grandfathers of the same people. It's just, it's crazy. And so uh, uh, to see, uh, so this is not new for me, criticizing, as you're aware, uh, public officials and elected officials in Miami, but it is in fact a uh, an election year. Uh, Kathy Rundle, four years ago when she ran for re-election, she was unopposed, okay? And now she has a challenger named Melba Pearson, who is an extraordinary uh, woman of color, no less, and has an amazing track record um, as an attorney. She worked in Kathy Rundle's office for, I think, well over about a decade uh, and knows 
the problems and knows how to fix them. And so I've been obviously a very vocal supporter of Melba Pearson. Uh, and uh, that's something I imagine that Kathy and her campaign don't like. Billy Corbin joining us here on Good Morning Amigos. So I disclaimed yesterday when I started talking a little bit about this, and I talked very little because, like I said, I wanted to give you the opportunity to explain this, is that I, 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 it's a perfect platform for me to provide for you. And I didn't want anyone to mistake the fact that since my last name is shared by somebody who lost to her twice, uh, I love my cousin to death, but I also know that you know, my cousin might not have been the right person to beat her, and, and there may be someone now running against her that can beat her. But nonetheless... Uh, I, I have always wondered um, over and over again after we had Janet Reno in this, um, some of us don't take the time like you do to un understand the inner workings of city politics and government. Um, unopposed means it explains the reason why I didn't actually realize that she was like running for an office anymore. Like I, it almost like yeah. I felt like the last time she ran was against my cousin. Like. 16 years ago, I don't remember her ever running again. That, and I'm being a little smart-ass, but the truth yeah. is it's, it's become, and this happens a lot in, in Miami politics, once you have, once you get that 10-year pin, apparently you're at infinitum and you're going all the way to the day you die and staying in the infrastructure of the inner workings of city and government and politics. It's weird to me. Like, I don't want to say names, but people like Joe Carollo and, and, and others that are still in all of this and good, bad, or indifferent, whatever your opinion. But it's like, man, it's a long time. Where's the fresh blood? I think it's an outstanding observation. And I think there's something, uh, I don't know that it's unique to this community, but it's certainly more severe in this community where we just do have that consumption that these are somehow jobs for life and that they're, uh, that they're like hereditary, like, you know, your son or daughter can earn or doesn't, or doesn't have to earn that position. They just sort of fall into it like this is some sort of third world banana republic or something. And, and so you're not alone when you realize – well, when you say, like, I didn't even remember that Kathy Rundle runs for office because she really hasn't had to do that. People just kind of automatically assume that this is her job and that's her position. Um, and, and that is why we are so backwards and, and screwed up down here. I think it's a good lesson um, to, to all your kids and your students um, that, that we become more involved in local politics, that we vote for better people, that we don't just allow them to rest on their laurels, particularly when they have a 27-year track record that we could look back on and say, well, this person has done unimaginable damage to this community, uh, irreversible damage to this community. She has victims. I mean, she has people that she has hurt in horrible ways. Um, and, uh, and we need to, to vote better people into these very powerful uh, positions. And it's, um, it's a shame that, that, that <laughs> well, we can really say that to your, to your students that your parents and your grandparents have really screwed up this community and have really screwed up this country. Uh, by how irresponsibly uh, they vote and the people that they allow to continue to perpetuate this harm uh, on, on, on us. And that's the thing. They say pol all politics is local. And I know everybody pays attention to the, the sexier and more high-profile races. We, you know, we watch the presidential race and you know, we watch a mayor's race. But the truth of the matter is, is that these local races, um, it, it takes the president a long time to screw things up in Miami, meaning 
for that effect, for the impact of their decisions to trickle down here. Correct. In, lo- in local races, these people affect our lives every hour, if not every minute of every day. They're the people who pave the roads. They make the lights go green and red. They make decisions that, that immediately impact you uh, all the time. And so it's much more important for people to be involved and aware um, and engaged and, and uh, proactive in these local races, especially the countywide races, because those people have the power over the entire county. And the state attorney, in my opinion, and I, I'm perhaps not alone in this analysis, is one of the most, if not the most powerful positions in the county. She has the power to deprive any of us of life, liberty, and property. She can arrest you for any reason or no reason at all, as she threatened me because she didn't like that I support a political rival, which is some Cuba Fidel uh, kind of business yeah, right there. I loved when you um, did that reference because it's it was dead on, spot on when you made that, that reference. It's eerily familiar, and, and it was scary, yes. Scary, and so so she can arrest you for, for, for any reason or no reason. Um, she can seize your home, your car, um, any of your property, and she makes a decision and, you know, to, to pursue the death penalty against people for – for capital cases. So this, she has the power to deprive all of us of life, liberty, and property, and she doesn't even understand the law or the First Amendment because she threatens me to arrest me for a non-existent crime. So how irresponsible uh, is that? I mean, she responds to my criticism of her abuse of power with an abuse of power by threatening to falsely arrest um, a, a critic and vocal supporter of her political rival. That is absolutely uh, uh, classic Fidel Castro. Billy Corbin joining us here on Good Morning Amigo. I know you are almost out of time, and I appreciate you coming on with us and talking a little bit about this. I, I personally believe that you have handled this correctly. And you and I are friends, and you I've always told you, you know, I don't always agree with you, and you, I don't give a crap, and I don't give a shit, whatever. Um, <laughs> it doesn't make us any less friends. Are you as marveled as I am? I'm not going to get into the deep conversation of that's the sign of the times, but are you marveled at how no longer can you, it's almost impossible to have friends that are in different parties, like that have different political mindsets. All of a sudden this, this has become part of the personal biography when you decide whether someone's your friend or not. I don't ever remember that because I remember my my friends for years, not even knowing who the hell they voted for, because they were my friends first. Are, are you astonished by that, or is this something that you kind of come to expect? Or maybe I see this differently. I just want your thoughts on it. No, I, I, I mean, I think it is. It's unique to these times, uh, or certainly more so now than ever before. So I think it's logical that you're just noticing it uh, now. But I think when when you have um, people who, you know, if you've had addiction in your family, if you've ever had anyone join a cult in your family, um, it can be alienating. Um, and that's what you're experiencing here, because these are not political beliefs. This is not an ideology. Um, if, if you support the sociopathic game show host in the White House, this is not a political stance. This is not a political position. These are people who reject facts, who reject science, who, in fact, have actually done 180 degrees on everything they claimed just a few years ago that they believed in, okay, in smaller government, against tyranny, against autocracy and oppression, 
Um, so, so what against three is, against like, three trillion dollar bailout packages as well. I'll let you continue. I had to sure. throw that in there. You're, to... you're small, right? Fiscal conservatism. They've abandoned all of their so-called values and principles and ideology. So it isn't a it isn't a political disagreement anymore. Like you said, you know, it, it's it's not that. These are cultists. These are racists. Uh, these are homophobes. These are Islamophobes. These are these are Vichy America traitors who have spit on our constitution, on our way of life. I mean, you probably have people in your own family and your own immediate circumference who, at great personal risk and sacrifice, left their home uh, under potentially deadly consequences, faced shark-infested waters uh, to escape an autocratic dictatorship only to come here and support a man who wants to be an autocratic dictator. It is completely illogical. They don't even come out and support um, Central American refugees and immigrants whose children are in kiddie concentration camps right now and cannot see their plight and their sacrifice, have no empathy for that. It is beyond comprehension. It is beyond uh, hip hypocrisy. And when you see that, how could you not reject that? How can you say that's not a human being that I can interact with? Let me be clear. Fidel Castro was not a communist or a socialist. He was a con man yep. who wanted to be a dictator. And, and, and communism was just his con man pitch yep. to ultimately get what he wanted, which was to be a dictator. J J Donald Trump is a con man. And this MAGA, CAGA, drain the swamp, that is just his con man pitch to become what he really wants to be, which is a dictator. And if anyone can't see, can't see that, it's because they don't want to see that. And you shouldn't be friends with them because they're dangerous and ignorant and racist. I, that's, a, that's a different perspective. It is. I have friends, and I'll got maybe 30 seconds and I'm going to say goodbye to you, but I have friends that are on the complete opposite side of the spectrum. You know me as a middle-of-the-road guy. Like, I'm, like, most Hispanics. I'm a registered Republican, but that doesn't mean that I walk that walk. My Republican friends called me nope, a socialist. Nobody's perfect, Larry. I know. Nobody's perfect. But what's funny is my Republican friends called me a socialist. So it's like I can't win either way. Yeah, but, 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 but you're, you're literally talking to morons who don't even know what socialism is. OK, that's the thing. And, and I, I, I can't have a you can't have an informed or enlightened debate with people who are that stupid and gleefully ignorant. Think of how proudly ignorant they, they do it in smile. They, have, they do it in smile, yeah, have, Billy, like they're they being no, funny. And I'm just sitting there. I can't yeah. believe you just said that. Yeah, they like have that. no problem proudly telling you how stupid they are how little they know, and they want to tell you about it all day long. What I'm saying is you shouldn't be friends with these people. These are not decent people. These are not reasonable people. These are not intelligent people. These are not good people. They're inherent. They believe in nothing, and that's what happens. You know what they say? If you don't, if you don't stand for something, you you'll fall for, anything. fall for anything. That's who these clowns, that's who these clowns are that you call your friends. <laughs> I love you, Billy. You're still my friend, brother. There's, no, there's nothing you would ever say that would make me say, Billy Corbin is no longer my friend. I, you're, my you're definitely my boy. I miss Guess you, brother. What? I hope, I hope that's not true. I hope there is something. 
I could say that would make you not be my friend, just like all these other clowns. But I will tell you, I will tell you, what is the last time we, we saw each other? It was a Super Bowl. Super Bowl, yes, Radio sir. Row. Radio Row. Which I feel like was the last time I left my house. So I miss you very much. <laughs> I miss you too, bro. Remember, we have a pending pan con vite. We have for a bit. We talked about it at Radio Row, and then this craziness happened. But I have a feeling we're going to get around to it before the end of 2020. And I have a feeling it's not the last time you'll be on my show this year as well. I appreciate you, man. Very much. Anytime. Thanks for having me. Take care, man. Big ups to Billy Corbin joining us here on Good Morning Amigo. Ese es mijo. Uh, he's not my son, but he's my boy. Uh, listen, guys, who cares if you differ in opinions and standpoints? Of course, I'm not going to stop being friends with my friends. So I don't agree with the last thing he said. How am I ever going to get upset at someone for having an opinion? I encourage everyone to have their stand on something, stand for something. Believe in something, own it, but don't. What is it you're doing? What are you doing? Like, like decide. Don't just be on the fence. Yet I always get accused of being on the fence, and it's so easily confused. I'm not on any fence. Ask me my opinion, and the first thing you'll ever know, if you've known me for more than 12 minutes, you're like, bro, Larry's got an opinion for everything. <laughs> so how can I be on a fence if I am decided about everything? How can I be bad if I'm decided yet open-minded enough to hear what you have to say without getting mad at you because maybe you might make some sense and it'll alter how I look at it. Okay, good. So I have some sense on why JD's birthday is better than Jeter's. Go for it. All right. So Q hit me up on the side and he goes, Oye, Derek Jeter's a shortstop. JD's a garbage man. Everybody needs a garbage man. So by that, automatically, he becomes the greatest birthday. And in second place, Fred Sanford. Fred Sanford? Yeah, Fred Sanford was a garbage man. Sanford and Sons. Yeah, but he was a junkyard man. I thought you were coming better than that. Well, it was cute. He told me, he goes, hey, JD has to be the boss today. It's his birthday. He's the greatest birthday today of all time because everybody needs their garbage man. And he's the greatest garbage man in the history of the world. Can we have enjoy the greatest shortstop and the greatest garbage man having a birthday on the same day? That's a lot of greatness in one day. It would make me incorrect when I said there's not a lot of great birthdays today. But now finding this out that the greatest garbage man of all time and the greatest shortstop of all time share a birthday, why can't they share the limelight? I'm going to back away, and today is Derek Jeter slash J.D. No, today is J.D. the boss, man, there you go. slash Derek Jeter's day. There you go. Is that better? Yes. You like that one? I'm surprised you, I'm surprised you put J.D. in front of your man crush. Well, I mean, you keep insisting he's a man crush. He's not really a man crush. Scout's honor, he's not a man crush. Okay. Why? You know what? We're calling him on the other side. You know that, right? Let's do it. <laughs> on the other side. You, you want to call your employers and see if we can patch through? You have a phone number? I'm sure there's a main number. I don't have a phone number to my employer. Okay, good. So then I think on the other side, we're going to try to call Derek Jeter and wish him a happy birthday right here on the air. Stay tuned. Good morning, amigos. Sirius XM 145. Guess what? We're going to say happy birthday to Derek Sanderson Jeter one way or another. Either we're leaving a voicemail or a secretary's going to write down the message. I don't know how, but we're sending, we're delivering our birthday wishes to the great Derek Sanderson Jeter. Also delivering the news that we are building inside of the Slam Radio Studios. A wing of the radio studios that are going to be dedicated to the one and only Derek Jeter. It's going to be the inside the Slam Studios Slam Radio Studios, Derek Jeter Hall of Fame. This is Big Papi David Ortiz. You really like that soundbite, right? 
Are you trying to get him so I can ask him those three questions? I emailed him. You did? I did. Okay, so if you get him, I won't ask him the last we question. We were on break, and Danny's like, man, he's, uh, he's really going in on his phone. Yeah, I was emailing Big, big Papi. Okay, so I won't ask him the last question. You know I don't do that. You can ask him if it was Platanos. He might not still like that. I think he'll get upset at that. Yeah. I mean, Bill Buckner didn't get mad at me when we brought up the ball between the wickets. May he rest in peace. Yeah, but that's, <laughs> you're talking about a play that's a shameful play, and you're talking about something that he did or did not allegedly take to make himself play better. Okay. <laughs> I'm afraid. Bro, do Fridays bring out, like, the romance in people? Like, do people get ran? Yeah, I don't know, because I have kids married. Like, weekends are just, I don't have to work. Maybe. At least here, I have to work in the house. Or whatever. I guess maybe Friday night date or maybe a Saturday night date, but I don't know about romance. But that's when you're single, right? Like, you don't do that. Like, don't get me wrong. You, from time to time, go out. Although, we don't go anywhere anymore thanks to COVID. But um, on a date night or something like that, right? I imagine you do that stuff. I, I like going places with my kids, and so does she. So it's not like they're cool. Like, they don't bother me. Mm-hmm. But do single people really look forward to Friday because they get their groove on? Club night. It's still like a club night? Yeah, bro. That still exists? Uh-huh. Go past by. Not now. Not within these couple months. But go on any Friday night or any Saturday night. Now, the, 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 the latest hot spot is down 8th Street. Now, Calle Ocho. Oh, ball, ball and chain. And oh. there's another spot or two spots in front of the place. That street gets packed. And they took me one a couple months ago, and I was shocked at how many people were down Didn't that street. they used party. to do Viennes Sociales on that street? I know someone who used to work on Viennes Sociales for years doing that. It was one Friday a month. They used to have like a, just a big old mini block party in that area. That really livened up that area. Brickle's all under construction. If it wasn't under construction, I'm sure that place would be popping. Yeah, Brickle is really under construction. It's totally, like, it's unattainable at this point. Um, they knocked down that restaurant, Paracones, in the corner. They moved it oh, down the street. I over saw that. Social they now, moved it, yes. And they're building some sort of high-rise there. But that, that area That's is exactly what we need. over by high-rises. That's what you have that More high-rises. And it's connected to another apartment complex, and it's just... That's all they're building around there. More high-rises. High that's what you, you got that Paramount Center where our good... Buddy David Webb lives over there, you know? Not lives, but he High rises. stays over there. High rises. Right. That's exactly what we need, right, Frank? Exactly. High rises. Who the hell needs any more tall buildings downtown? Whatever, bro. We're going to build more high rises. They need to build the... See more big buildings. Nobody living in those damn Miami's buildings. Try, Miami's trying to get into that high-rise game, man. Because Never. for once, now Miami finally has a skyline. Go look at pictures of the Orange Bowl back in the day, and it didn't look like a skyline. People would be like, "Yo, where's your city?" Well, that's it. That's not a city. Mm-hmm. Go to the city now, and it actually kind of feels like a real city. Well, looks look like out, a real city. Look from out far the window away. every day, and there it is. It looks like a real city from far away. And look out the window. We have a real skyline now. Do we? Look at it. It's out there. All right, when we come back from break, I'm going to give you the phone number. We are calling. Found it? I have it. Hmm. We are calling to wish Derek Jeter a happy birthday. Live on Good Morning Amigos, Sirius XM 145. We'll be back. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio, Sirius XM Channel 145. I get it. Your desk has been there for you. Holding up your computer, your unused stapler, and that plant you forgot to water. But maybe it's time to leave your desk and spend your lunch break volunteering with Meals on Wheels. 
Doing Meals on Wheels for me is the joy that I look for at the end of my week. I'll come to the door with one meal and I'll walk away with a full heart. Drop off a warm meal and get more than you expect. Volunteer at americaletsdolunch.org. That's americaletsdolunch.org. Brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Man, I love my kids so much. I once sat for three hours in the cold rain to watch her soccer team lose by 18 goals. I love my kids so much, I once used a tube to suck snot out of her stuffed nose at 3 a.m. You win. Love your kids? Love them enough to make sure they're in the right car seat. From toddlers to tweens, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to find the right seat for their age and size. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. Who, me? Text and whatever, just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Good morning, amigos. Can you imagine it's like a congregation of big dogs. You have a Great Dane. You have a couple of pit bulls off to the side. You have some very, very big German shepherds. You know, just the bigger type of dogs. And they're hanging out, talking, slobbering over each other, doing what, what big dogs do. And a little chihuahua comes running through, barking at all of them. And the big dogs just look at each other, look down at the chihuahua, and they look at each other again like, is this dog for real? The chihuahua is UCF. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to noon, only on Slam Radio Sirius XM 145. My mother was always very active and independent, and she was familiar with her neighborhood. But one day, she stopped at the stop sign for much longer than usual. She wasn't even really sure where she was at. It's important for you to talk to someone about it. I felt so much better after my son told me, Mom, we'll figure it out. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash ourstories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. There's no losing, only learning. There's no failure, only opportunities. And there's no problems, only solutions. So to me, what failure is, failure is the mother of all success. If it wasn't for Michael Jordan getting cut from his ninth grade basketball team, he wouldn't have became Michael Jordan. <laughs> you know, if it wasn't for, uh, I seen an, an article the other day where they were talking about Oprah Winfrey and how she got fired because she wasn't good for television. You know, you got people like Walt Disney who got fired, if I'm not mistaken, from a newspaper saying he had no imagination. So what do you tell him? You tell him, you know? You know that, that all they can do is learn and come back bigger, better, stronger, because all it's gonna do is lead you in the right direction. See, if you're always winning, then you don't really understand what it is to win. You, you gotta take those losses, you gotta take those hits. There's gotta be the valleys, the peaks, the ups, the downs, in order for you to, when it does happen, you go, wow, rico. you know, this is what it's all about. And not only that, it's never about making it, guys, it's always about maintaining it. That's the toughest part. On behalf of all of us here at Slam Radio, we would like to thank you, Pitbull, for making this dream become a reality. This is Jorge Gamebred Masvidal, and you're listening to Slam Radio. Oh, I love sports. 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 You are listening to Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145.
right, here we go. So, are you calling? Yeah, I'm calling. All right, so we have to do this very nicely. Are you going to handle it off air or do I do it on air? On air is going to sound weird and they're not going to put me through. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to handle it off air. I'm trying to get a hold of the reception. That's the way you handle this. And then you report it to us. Because if I was the way I was going to do it is going to make us look like crap. Definitely not a cool angle of doing this, and I don't want to do that either. Like, just similarly, like the cat lady, I didn't, I didn't badger her, and I didn't go after her. Some people say that was an uneventful end. No, uh, don't think so, actually, because now I can get, I can go a little bit after local government on this now and say you guys got to put some different guidelines because when there's a, a, I don't know, when something slips slips through the cracks. Once you catch that there's cracks, you have to be the first one on top of being. Sure that, uh, well, nothing like that happens again, or that at least you're not exposed to it happening again. So as uh, Frank continues to try to reach them offline, because I guess at some point during break, Frank realized, wait a minute, you know, I, I sort of do work with them too. If this guy blows this, it, it, it could have some residual effects that are not as good as any of us could imagine. But he, so, yeah, I let him take control. I, I let him take the steering wheel. He, well, I, I spoke with the receptionist, and I told her my name was Oscar, and I worked down the street at Slam Miami. Good job. I like the Oscar reference. Right. So That's um, your middle name, right? No, I, Albert's my the middle name. The answer is supposed to be yes, by the way. Okay, yes. So anyways, so I let her know. I go, listen, I worked on the street at Slam Miami, and we do a radio show, and we know it's Derek Jeter's birthday today, so we would like to see if you can con um, um, plug us into him so we can go ahead and wish him a happy birthday on the air. There was a pause for about three seconds. She had no idea how to answer. And she goes, well, we're not necessarily in the office today. And I'm like, really? And she goes, yeah, I'm talking to you from my laptop. Okay. Like, oh, okay. I hear the sound now. So then she chuckled. She laughed. And she had said uh, if they were in, that she would be actually able to get us somebody that would be able to talk to them. But unfortunately, they're not. Okay. So here's. Blame COVID. No, this is not bad. Because you know that by next week, they're in. Mm -hmm. You're following up. You became up. friends with the, the with the receptionist. I'm following up. My wife's gonna hate me for saying this, but she sounded cute. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. You know, one of the groundskeepers shares my last name. Really? I wonder if we're family. Somewhere down the line, you were. Uh, Liang's not the most common. But what I love about the Marlins, like you have the lid, they have CEO. Brother, I'm, some of the positions here, I laugh that they're posted. Can I tell you some of them, right? So you have a vice president of facilities. Shout out to Jeff Kane. Command center supervisor. Give it up to Deborah Salzberg, right? Maintenance tech, Otilio Morrera, right? These people never imagined they'd be on sports radio nationally on series. Someone just bringing up their name randomly, right? There's three HVAC technicians. Do you know what an HVAC technician is? No. That has something to do with air conditioners and the airflows, I think. Three of them. Aldo Alpazar, Daniel Hernandez, and Robinson Rios. Now, I hope I'm not going through all this, and these are some of the people that were furloughed. But I would imagine they get their jobs back, right? Like If they're listed, I think, I think this is pretty updated. I don't think, you know what I'm saying? It, they have electricians. Shout out to Uniel and Gilberto, Di Gilberto Diaz as the team electricians. They have a team mechanic, Anthony Herring. You have a team carpenter, Frank, listed on the Marlins site. Team carpenter, Clifford Williams Jr. Here's the one that I got, I loved. Team plumber, Vladimir Leon, ladies and gentlemen. They have a team plumber. Team I, plumber guess, huh? I guess I'm the only one that found that amusing. 
I don't think it was dignified of a whistle, but it's certainly funny. Sorry, man. I'm working behind the scenes. I'm trying to get you JD. DJ. Which one are you trying to get? DJ. I was just saying last name first. Are you trying to get me JD? No, I'm trying to get you. You're trying to get me JD. I know you are. You're really trying to deflect from this Derek Jeter thing. I love JD, but the point was to get me DJ. No offense to JD. Yeah. I am. No, you're not. I know what you're doing already. I know you too well. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I know you all too well. That's fine. Uh, coming up at 11 o'clock, the youth on a Freaky Friday. I think today there is no Amanda, so I think it's going to be the, uh, the dulcet tones of Nicole and the gang, so that should be a lot of fun, and you stay tuned to that. Um Frank, Tuesday we start with the Brad Tejeda show, right? That's yes, exciting. That's exciting. Moving in a very, very positive direction in this summer. Um, changes within the station. And certainly we've had a very good time today. So they we, they can't get us in touch with Derek, can they? I'm working on it. No, you're working on something else. I'm working on it. I hate when you do that. You're not working on anything. I'm working on it. I made friends with the girl with the laptop. <sighs> All right. <sighs> All right. Don't look at me like that. Yeah, well, you were job. You had one job. You know, I have one. You had job. one job. You had one job. My boss is a hard person to get a hold of. Bro, I still have an issue with this crazy lady from Palm Beach. I'm not gonna let it go. Has she been identified? No, you know what? But I'll look her up because I forgot about her. That's how important she was. Have they finally put a name to her? How is it that you can do? What she did and go anonymous. Am I wrong in, in in feeling that her anonymity is a slap to everyone's face? Because with all due respect, the gentleman earlier in the week that I pointed out that confronted the lady who flipped them off, whatever, they we knew who that lady was right away. So why is it that this lady who volunteers to go on that podium and make an idiot of herself, why can't we know her name? Is it classified information? Who chose that her, she was the one whose name was not going to be divulged in all this? Anyone? No name, is there, huh? I'm, I'm still looking. Yeah, you're going to look all day. You're not going to find it. That's exactly the problem. You're going to look all day and you're never going to find it. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Interesting, isn't it? Yeah, there's nothing. No. New. The, la- the 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 only stories pretty much on here are the are the the two on the news break and Newsweek that we had saw yesterday. Mm-hmm. So something on Facebook came up, but there's no name attached to it. I can hear you playing it on the other side. She uh, she's interesting. All right. Um, I just like I was asking myself. I th- I listened to it again yesterday, and I said, you know. I was wondering to myself, self, what color is the sky in this dandelion's world? She is incredible. But wow, is she like delusional or what? Uh, It is what it is. By the way, Frank, have you seen the batting stance guy paying homage to Derek Jeter? No, I didn't see the batting stance guy. So the batting stance guy usually does a good job. He does a terrible Derek Jeter. I knew you were going to say that. 
She... Because nothing is good enough for you. It has to be perfect when you talk about Jeter with you. What is it with you, bro? What is it with you and this guy? Why is it Derek Jeter? Is it something about his eyes? Is it something about his throw? I don't understand. I'm just the guy's trying to imitate Derek Jeter's batting stance. No, forget the guy. Where did he your does a man bad crush job? Where did this man crush come from? Where did this intensity level of love for this man come from? Well, it's not an intensity of love, but when you get Jeremy Giambi out on the play of the of the decade, and it saves you when you're down 0-2 in a series to come back and win in advance in the playoffs, you're great. When you hit a shot to right field, and even though it, some kid named Jeffrey Meyer had to stick his glove out for it to be ruled a home run, but nonetheless, you hit a home run in a key moment of a playoff game that helped your team advance, uh, you're that guy. When you win World Series MVP in 2000, you're that guy. When you're the part of five championship teams, you're that guy. When you play 20 years with one team, you're that guy. When only five human beings to ever be born from a mother's womb have more hits in Major League Baseball history than you do. You're that guy. See what I mean? It's not like Bryce Harper is going to be my favorite baseball player. Oh, no, that's nobody's favorite baseball player. Please do not, for any, at any point in time, do not please, just because he wears pinstripes, Giancarlo Stanton. Not even close to being my favorite baseball player. The uh, the prima donnas that collect big checks nowadays that are going to put this game in ruin and in labor dispute next year. My question to you is, which one of those guys am I supposed to like more than Derek Sanderson Jeter? Please explain to me. You know, we want to bring a title back to D.C. Remember when he screwed that one up? What a jerk. Moron. Just signed with the Phillies. He gets on the podium. He was want to bring a title back to D.C. He spoke it into existence. Didn't, he, didn't D.C. win? Did. Didn't D.C. win? He did. And we were speaking about people talking things into existence he yesterday. He spoke it into existence. Funny enough, he did. You know, we want to bring a title back to D.C. He said that as he's being announced as the new Phillies outfielder because he had been playing in Washington for eight years. So he had a little Freudian slip. And eight months later, they brought a title to D.C. as the Nationals won the World Series. <laughs> Apples, how about them? <laughs> I have a crazy stat that we're going to end the show with. A crazy stat that you're not going to believe, Frank. It, you're going to find it to be highly improbable, as I did, but I'm the numbers guy. And uh, you are going to freak when I give you this number. And that's how we're going to... That's the final segment of the program. Final segment of the week. On the other side, good morning, amigos. Sirius XM 145, the one and only Slam Radio. We'll be back. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio, Sirius XM channel 145. I get it. Your desk has been there for you. Holding up your computer, your unused stapler, and that plant you forgot to water. But maybe it's time to leave your desk and spend your lunch break volunteering with Meals on Wheels. Doing Meals on Wheels for me is the joy that I look for at the end of my week. I'll come to the door with one meal and I'll walk away with a full heart. Drop off a warm meal and get more than you expect. Volunteer at americaletsdolunch.org. That's americaletsdolunch.org. Brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Man, I love my kids so much. I once sat for three hours in the cold rain to watch her soccer team lose by 18 goals. 
I love my kids so much, I once used a tube to suck snot out of her stuffed nose at 3 a.m. You win. Love your kids? Love them enough to make sure they're in the right car seat. From toddlers to tweens, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to find the right seat for their age and size. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. Who, me? Text and whatever, just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Good morning, amigos. Can you imagine it's like a congregation of big dogs. You have a Great Dane. You have a couple of pit bulls off to the side. You have some very, very big German shepherds. You know, just the bigger type of dogs. And they're hanging out, talking, slobbering over each other, doing what, what big dogs do. And a little chihuahua comes running through, barking at all of them. And the big dogs just look at each other, look down at the chihuahua, and they look at each other again like, is this dog for real? The chihuahua is UCF. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to noon, only on Slam Radio Sirius XM 145. My mother was always very active and independent, and she was familiar with her neighborhood. But one day, she stopped at the stop sign for much longer than usual. She wasn't even really sure where she was at. It's important for you to talk to someone about it. I felt so much better after my son told me, Mom, we'll figure it out. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash ourstories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. There's no losing, only learning. There's no failure, only opportunities. And there's no problems, only solutions. So to me, what failure is, failure is the mother of all success. If it wasn't for Michael Jordan getting cut from his ninth grade basketball team, he wouldn't have became Michael Jordan. <laughs> you know, if it wasn't for, uh, I seen an, an article the other day where they were talking about Oprah Winfrey and how she got fired because she wasn't good for television. You know, you got people like Walt Disney who got fired, if I'm not mistaken, from a newspaper saying he had no imagination. So what do you tell him? You tell him, you know? You know that, that all they can do is learn and come back bigger, better, stronger, because all it's gonna do is lead you in the right direction. See, if you're always winning, then you don't really understand what it is to win. You, you gotta take those losses, you gotta take those hits. There's gotta be the valleys, the peaks, the ups, the downs. In order for you to, when it does happen, you go, wow, rico. you know, this is what it's all about. And not only that, it's never about making it, guys, it's always about maintaining it. That's the toughest part. On behalf of all of us here at Slam Radio, we would like to thank you, Pitbull, for making this dream become a reality. This is Big Papi David Ortiz. You're listening to Slam Radio. We are back. Are you ready? Yeah. Here we go. You are listening to Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145. What's up, man? Final segment. Cut up next. Amigo, I did it. Amigo, I did it. We got him. We got him. We got him. Got who? We got him. We got DJ on the phone. We got DJ on the phone. Mr. Bossman, Mr. Jeter, sir. Yo, good morning, everybody. 
Oh, this is JD the boss man. It's not DJ the boss man. This is JD the boss this man. Is the birthday today. Happy birthday, JD. Hey, I appreciate it, man. <laughs> Happy birthday, boss man. How you doing, bro? I appreciate it, brother. Hey, we're doing great, man. I appreciate it, too. Appreciate the amigos. Hey, I, I, isn't it funny that on the same day, on the same day you have the boss man DJ's birthday, JD, JD. and then you have the boss man or JD the boss man's birthday? Because Derek Jeter, DJ, is a boss man over there at Marlins Park <laughs> with that team. And the boss of all garbage men, the goat of all garbage men, is the one who's yeah, the boss think man. Yeah, about it, man. Today's June 26th, so it's lying order, bro. Uh, <laughs> yes, King. I like Lion Order. Oh, Lion my boy Order, Rohan man. Marley King says that all the time. Born in June. Yes, <laughs> Rohan Marley always talks about that. That's my dude. Uh, happy birthday, man! I hope you enjoy. What a way to have a birthday on a Friday, then you lead into a weekend. Even though the birthday's gone, the party hey, still Greg, continues, I man. It, man. But, yeah, this is the best day, man. It's, it's Friday, and we're gonna have the get together tomorrow. There you go. So, you know what I'm saying? It's it's it, like I said, it's lying order. It, 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 it's another blessing. You know what I'm saying? So it's earth strong. And cool, a familiar. There we go. We got a big fam family over us, so it, 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 it's a blessing, man. Indeed, it's a blessing. I want to wish you a very happy birthday, man. I appreciate you calling. I know you're always listening in, man. We got nothing but love for you. We had we had a little fun today with it, and, and now it's a lot of fun because you actually called in. Thank you so much, man. Hey, Frank, appreciate it, man. We keep we, we keep listening, bro. All right, love, boss. We love you, boss, man. Happy birthday, brother. Hey, love you, too, and love everybody, man. And thank you, man. Take care. Thanks for making this day the best, but appreciate go, it. Man. I hope you enjoyed that. That's fun, right? That was a little fun little plug for him. He deserves it. He's the coolest guy, bro. He is, yes or no, Frank? Frank, yes or no? He's known, like, all over the country. Like, like fans of Miami sports come into town and like they know who this guy is and they look for him because of his social media um, impression. Like he comes out in a lot of pictures. He's been in a lot of pictures that you yeah. see like random Getty images of Dolphin fans or Canes fans. And he's such a cool guy. And then last year, I remember the year before, I think it was, I went to the Bears game and I hadn't been to a Dolphin game in five or six years. So I forgot a lot about who the crowd was out there. I asked a lot of my friends and I didn't really know. So I put out a feeler out on Facebook, and he actually responded. He's like, man, I'm going to park here. You come over here. You hang out with us. I'm like, all right, cool. And this is before we got close. That's cool, man. That's a good thing. Happy birthday to you, man. All right, so I get to end the show with the stat. You know I'm a numbers guy, right? Yes. All right. So I'm going to give you a stat. You ready? Go for it. 38%. 38% of what? That's a stat that I'm giving you. Now I'm going to give you the player that the stat's attributed to. Okay. Vince Carter. Talking a lot about Vince Carter, right? Mm -hmm. Vince Carter's been on a topic of conversation. Uh, everyone, you know, now after 22 years in the league and he's retiring. Uh, a little regrettable. I think COVID did that. He's not going to make the playoffs based on the system or whatever. But, um, you know, there's nothing but praise for a guy who really, what a career he had. I'd I, say so 38% is representative of two statistics in Vince Carter's career. And I want to see if you understand what those two statistics are. You're quiet. You don't know. I can't hear you. Sorry, I didn't know you were trying to get me to guess. Yes, I am. Um, three points? So, round it up, 38%, three-point 
percentage for his career in mm -hmm. 22 years. And he did get good at that at one point, but he was very consistent from out there. Throughout the years, it was, uh, he might be, even though the number's not 40%, but a bit, to be a consistent where you can count that that's what you are. And basketball coaches, they scheme around guys who shoot that prolifically and aren't streaky, right? And they use numbers and they choose, hey, this guy has to take four threes in this game because this is what he does. He's going to, you know, if he takes five threes, he's going to hit two and that's going to help us get, you know, X amount of more points. Like, the, 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 the statistics and, and the analytics of basketball has come into play in recent years and his ability to shoot the three continues to be where it needed to be. But there's another stat in his career that 38%. So I got one right. You got one of them. Right. <laughs> I don't think you're going to get the other one right. 38%. Hmm. We don't have a lot of time. So Games missed? No. How, uh, I don't that's know. That's terrible. I don't know. I'm, I got, All right. It's so, not free throw percentage because that's going to be awfully low. So you're pretty much admitting you have no idea. What I have no idea. Was. I expected that. 4,486 players who have been a part of the National Basketball Association. The history of NBA. Mm -hmm. 4,486 players. Vince Carter has been a teammate or played against 1,704 of them. 38% of them. It's 38%. Wow. He had the most teammates in NBA history, NBA history with 261 and has played against 1,668 players in his career. 38% of the history of the NBA has played with or against... That's insane. Vince Carter. I know he's That's played through That's why he's Vince baby. I know he's played through three different decades. Four. Is it four? I thought it was four. I just didn't want to sound dumb, but yeah. 90s. Mm-hmm. Double zeros. 10s and, and 20s. 20s. There you go. That's what it was. I knew it was something like that. 22 years in the league. God bless him. Uh, one of my, I don't want to say he's one of my favorite players, but the player I enjoyed most watching. Um, getting my son... It's going to be expensive. At some point, I'll get it for him. I'm getting him. I may get it big so that he grows into it a little more because he's still growing. I want to get him that purple Raptors. The one with the dinosaur on it. Yeah. If you don't put the dinosaur on it, then you're getting the wrong jersey. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to do that one. He really wants it, and oh, what the heck. He doesn't ask for it. The greatest jersey ever. Mm-hmm. You know, he was about ready to say goodbye at 15 years in the league, right? Figured he played 15 and that was it. We got the 15. He's like, oh, I feel good. Play a couple more. I should be fine. Got the 17. He said, oh, I'm still okay. I'll give it a couple more. And basically, he kept doing that. And at some point, he said, look, I got I to gotta stop this. He could have probably played another couple of years. Serviceable off the bench. Still productive. So he is no longer in the NBA. Now the oldest active NBA player is? I have no idea. Udonis Haslam at 40. Wow. Okay. UD. Through five. That's the man. So there you have it. It's been an amazing week of broadcasting. It has. It's been a fun week. It's been a lot of fun. I think my kids were very happy to get off the schneid and not have to uh, broadcast today after the Holy Cat Lady Chronicles came to an impasse. She's a nice lady, man. She's a nice lady. 
going to save her on my phone as a holy cat lady. Is that wrong? You have to save her on your phone <laughs> as a holy cat lady. And the and the picture's going to be a cat, you know. You, right? what, like, I, I don't want to say her real name, but you got her real name, obviously, right? Yes, I do. I haven't okay. said it. I'm not going to say it. So. Did you tell her you, we, we would call her the holy cat lady? So I didn't get into details. She was a very serious lady. It's not like she was incredibly, like, she was a serious lady. But she understood me. Um, I told her, I go, look, I've been poking fun at the situation, not at you. But, you know, we called you. I think I told her we called you the holy cat lady because you would come feed him in church. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. That worked <laughs> out pretty funny. <laughs> My son says, you know, so you got to work on rough, en- you know, the, r- the rough edges here and there. But next time you can pull this off and it'll go viral. You just got to get a little better. It's you know, some things you didn't do right. Let me help you. He told me. Oh, because he knows about going viral, right? He now that he's a meme. Nothing about going viral, but whatever. Now that he's a meme, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. We should ask Lauren about going viral. Yeah, Lauren knows a thing or two about going viral. One-handed catch, bro. Shh, what a G. Pretty damn cool. Pretty. Pretty damn cool right there. Are the, uh, are the squirts ready or not? Yep, they're like done, ready to go. They're ready to go? I got three of them right now. I don't know if that's it for today, but I got three of them. Out. Three of them? No, there's more coming. There's other. Oh, somebody else has joined. Now we got four. Yeah. You know, you can lower. Uh, you can lower that if you want, just for a second. Only if you want to. Oh, you're not going to put it on, are you? Lower what? Oh, that. Oh, that. This is a broadcast. Are you trying to drown this out on me, bro? Why are you doing that? Bro, I'm tired of the man crush. The hello tranquilo, yeah. Bro, what's <laughs> up, man? I'm here. What's up, dog? But it was Billy Crystal. He was going to talk about Jeter. Good, but it wasn't I, Derek Jeter talking about Derek Jeter. You know what? I don't want to hear about Jeter until he comes in these doors and he says what's up to us. I think that's fair. The challenge has been placed on the shoulders of Derek Sanderson Jeter. Happy birthday, Derek. I wish you many more, but I got to be honest with you. I've been rooting for you for many years. And over the last two years, I've been rooting for you to walk a few hundred yards over to Slam and come visit our beautiful studios. Building a Hall of Fame for you in these studios. I expect to see you here soon. Happy birthday, DJ. Shortstop number two, Derek Jeter. The views and opinions expressed on Good Morning Amigo are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Slam Radio.